Hey, good afternoon, good morning to you, whatever it is for you. It is Sunday afternoon for me. I think it's December the 6th. Is that right? Oh, wow. Yes, I guess it is. Whew. Well, listen, this is DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith. I am your your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. And once in a while, will I get a guest? I could, you know, twist an arm for a friend or two and get him to come in and talk about something. Hadn't done that in a while, but I hope to do that soon especially this month, maybe and get a friend to come by and we sit down and talk for a while. But in the meantime, you're stuck with me. <laughs> and I am glad that you are here. Listen, if you can find your copy of God's Word, turn with us to the book of Second Peter. We have been looking at Second Peter for some time now, and we are looking at verse 16. Actually, we looked last time at the issue of fables and fake news, and we talked about that. But this time, we'll look at something totally different. Hey, by the way, just let me give you some news. Uh, coming soon from DK Ministries, you will be seeing a um, printed on our, our Facebook page and everywhere else so that we can put it. You will be seeing a Bible reading program for the new year. Now, we're already much into that program individually. We have to stay ahead. Uh, but we are personally reading the New Testament through in 180 days. And then we will take the last the last part of the year and read the, excuse me, reading the Old Testament through in 180 days. Take the last part of the year and read it through. And then we'll have four, five, six, maybe seven or eight days left. And we will uh, read various passages. And so I hope that you'll, you'll tune into that. If you don't have a Bible reading program, I hope that you'll join us. Now, if you have a Bible reading program you're happy with, comfortable with, stay there. This isn't to steal you away. But to give you one, if you don't have one, or if you're looking to take a break from the one you normally use, we'll help you use ours. And we will offer in that plan as we print it to you, and soon it'll be on our on our Facebook page, DK Ministries. We'll have a, a year the you know, read the Bible, read the Old Testament through 180 days, and then we'll turn that around and read the New Testament through. And then we'll also give you a read the Bible through the year passage. We are working with devotionals that will go along with this. Uh, Thought for the day, that's what they're called. That's what we try to give you. And so you'd be looking for that. Also, many of you have inquired how the how the new ministry is going. Whew. Well, I am in training to become a hospice chaplain. And uh, there have been a few things that have nothing to do with uh, the job, but uh, other things that have kind of, you know, Satan has made sure been in the way. You ever notice that Satan just doesn't leave you alone? He, it doesn't matter whether you retire or not. If you're trying to do what you feel like God wants you to do, he always tries to throw something in the way. So we're, we're dealing with those, but I have. I spent the part of, better part of a week, or the better part of last week, I would say, working with some wonderful folks. Uh, man, those are some great people, dedicated, uh, trying to help people. And, I, and that's really what that's about in, in hospice ministry. And so pray for them, not only the particular hospice time. We say, Brother Danny, didn't tell us, no, I'm not sure that I should um, because we do this. So uh, just pray for all the hospices and hospice workers you find. I don't have permission to to share the name of the company I'm working for. Maybe they would care. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. But they seem to be a good company, and uh, they certainly allow us to minister to people's needs. Now, I hope that you'll, you'll if you have any questions, you'll contact us. Let us know. Uh, there are several ways to do that. Uh, you can you can read us on the Facebook and message us, and we get messages that way. Love to get them. Love to hear from you. You can send us an email. DK, uh, no, that's not right. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all or a case. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all or a case. And I know what you're thinking. Brother Danny, you don't even know your own emails or things. Well, I do, but I don't because I've had so many things thrown at me this week. I've learned, 
<sighs> so I got jungle of the mind, a jumble of the mind, I guess, not jungle, jumble of the mind right now, but it's going to clear out. And I pray for me, hopefully I'll, I'll do them a good job and, and be able to minister to some folks. But anyway, you contact us, dspreacherman at gmail.com, or if your own parlor is at dspreacherman, and the D is capitalized. Uh, I don't talk about parlor too much because I'm still learning it. I like the venue. Uh, I, I get lots of wonderful information from parlor. But, uh, you know, you have to have followers. You have to get followers and garner that. And there's a lot of ways to do that. I don't I don't really do that. So um, I think I have a few people that have listed as followers. But other than that, we're just trying to grow our, our audience there. Uh, and so dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase, the Facebook. And then, of course, uh, at dspreacherman, the D capitalized everything else, lowercase. Now, we have, and normally do with these podcasts, eventually put them on our Facebook page, on my story, and they're there about 24 hours, and we continue to do that. However, uh, we have started something that we did our first one this afternoon called Christmas Sessions, and we did the first one. And in that, we tell a story, read some scripture, all related to Christmas. They'll be available this month. We will not, unless uh, people who read them say, or hear them, I guess I should say, hey, you need to share that. So they won't be on our Facebook page. So let me encourage you to go uh, to Anchor or to Spotify, look for DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word podcast, and find out uh, where they're at. Now, this particular podcast that we're entering, it will be on Facebook sometime tomorrow. Not today, uh, but tomorrow. So uh, sometime tomorrow. So we'll look forward to that. Okay. So much going on. We thank you. Now, this is a regular podcast. So we're not going to be talking about Christmas per se. So if you want some, you want to hear those Christmas sessions, look on the podcast, look on Anchor. Our first one is listed. Second Timothy, uh, second, excuse me, Second Peter chapter one, verse 16. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables. I, by the way, if you heard the last one, I'm still having trouble with that word, but we're moving on. When we may know to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Man, I tell you, I get excited when I read that, read that phrase and that, uh, that term, that saying, the things that uh, Paul had to say there, excuse me, Peter had to say there about being eyewitnesses of his majesty. I think about Peter's words where he said, 1 Peter chapter, excuse me, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And in and, and both Paul uh, in, in 1 Corinthians 2.9 and Peter in 2 Peter chapter 1 uh, are reminding us of the importance, uh, one sixteen by the way, 2 Peter one sixteen are reminding us of the importance of being eyewitnesses to our generation. Now, Peter's experience is different than ours. Paul's experience is different than ours. But the same command, the same goal is to share the good news, the great news, the wonderful news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, the command, the commission, not the suggestion, the command, the commission to go in all the world and share the gospel, that is given to me and you as well as it was to Peter and Paul. We have to get busy. We have to be an eyewitness in our generation. You say, okay, go, okay, okay, okay. Well, how do you do that? Well, I've wrote some things down. Uh, you're not going to find these anywhere else. Debate them if you want. Argue with me if you will. But to me, this describes how you can become an eyewitness in your generation. You know, I, I, we need young people today who share the truth of God, who, who are eyewitnesses to God's glory and God's majesty in their generation. We need medium adults, senior adults, young adults 
We need all generations, you know, we need whatever generation you're of, we need you to be an eyewitness to your generation and other generations will listen. We need people who will speak up. As Jim Henry said in chapel at New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary all those years ago, we need people who are not ashamed to speak up and say a good word about the church and about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This week, this week, this week, I don't mean once in a while, I don't mean long, this very week, I've heard stories of people who have said publicly to people, to friends, I'll never go to church again because of this. I'll never go to church again because of that. There's so much out there that you will hear. Uh, and listen, if you look at people, you're going to be disappointed. You'll find a reason to stay home. But when you look at God, you find a reason to worship him. We need some eyewitnesses. And we start by examining what God has done in our life. Uh, when I was at New Orleans working on my master's degree, we had to take, we had to take something called CWT, Continuous Witness Training. We spent eight or 10 weeks, I forget now, on the streets of New Orleans every week, one night a week, one day a week, one afternoon a week, one morning a week, whatever we were assigned, going house to house or out in the quarter or wherever it was, our area, our section we were assigned to, doing everything we could to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And one way they prepared us to do that was getting out, getting us to write out our testimony. You know, my life before Christ is how that began, uh, how I met Christ and my life since Christ, three basic things. And we learned to share those and we learned to do those. We learned to uh, get an opportunity to share those. And I am telling you in that 10 weeks, we were able to share with some folks from all walks of life, all social status, all kinds of folks from all kinds of backgrounds. And you know what? Not one of them ever argued with our story. Doesn't mean they all came to Christ, but several did. And we're thankful for that. Uh, I hope those people made real legitimate decisions and I hope to get to heaven and once walks at me and says, hey, I remember you. You stood in the yard while I leaned against that shovel and shared 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 your story. Or, or you stood in the doorway. I wouldn't let you in and you shared that story. Or, or you were there that night that that young lady uh, told me about Jesus. There were three people in our team, one lady, two men. Uh, and the reason it worked out that way is uh, I didn't know anybody. They didn't know anybody. And the professor of the class said and promised that if you have a lady on the team, you do a lot better. So we had a lady with us, wonderful lady, couldn't tell you her name today, and a, and a great guy, couldn't tell you his name today. It's been so long ago, and I have trouble remembering my own name, so if you think bad if you want to be, I'm just being honest. But we had a report time at the end of the year, how many houses you got into, I mean, you know, salvation experiences and all that, and I found and we've heard story after story of people who did not listen to the professor, but, you know, teamed up with their friends, and so they'd have three men on a team. And many of them on the streets of New Orleans never got into home, never really got to share the gospel of Jesus Christ because they didn't do what had been suggested. We, on the other hand, got into a number of places and we shared this, our stories to a number of folks and we had a number of people who prayed to receive Christ, simply examining what God had done in our lives. And listen, I was older, they were younger, but we all had a commonality, what God has done. If we're going to be eyewitnesses to our generation, if we're going to share with our generation, listen again to what Peter says. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but while eyewitnesses of his majesty. If we are going to be those eyewitnesses, we have to examine what God has done in our life. Number two, we have to yearn to see the hand of God at work in the world. It's got to be a desire. There has to be something within us that, you know, I want to see God work. I want to see God move. One of the things that's happened to me in this pandemic, because of how hard it is to get new people to come to church and how hard it is to, 
you know, to get people to, you know, invite people. Oh, they're scared of this, scared of that. And let's understand, don't, don't misunderstand me. <sighs> it's getting hard. It's hard. But everything within me, I'm yearning to see new faces. New, I love the people here. They're wonderful. They're great. They're terrific. They're awesome. They are. They are awesome. But to build a church, you need new faces. And man, I'm going to tell you, you know, if you're a pastor out there, you're listening, you're a staff member, you're in a church that's, you know, got the bachelor's you're going every week. Hey, send me a note. Let me know. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. What you're doing, what we might be able to do uh, to really get it fired up. We've had a few faces. I had a new face this morning. Uh, we have a few people come in. We've we've had a, a, a person or two in the time I make profession of faith. We're able to baptize. But we're not doing what I want to do. We're not seeing that baptistry field all the time. Yearn to see the hand of God at work in the world. You say, Brother Dan, you, you seem like you put a lot of stock in salvation experiences. It is everything other than seeking to bring God glory. And by the way, winning people bring God's glory. Okay, let's talk about being an eyewitness in our generation again. Let's, let's continue. Number one, examining what God has done in our life. Number two, yearning to see the hand of God work in our world. Number three, enter all circumstances with a belief that God is doing something. Listen, I have learned in this retirement time uh, that is so important to expect God doing something every circumstance. Kathy and I started something uh, since we retired. I can't tell you why. I can't tell you what other than God. I, I can't explain it to you. But we don't leave our house now. Ask our kids who are with us. We don't leave our house now. It doesn't matter where we're going without praying. In the car. For God to bless. For God to direct. For God to open a door. Whatever the prayer may be. We don't pray the same thing. But the goal, the desire is saying, we want to see in the circumstances that we're going to be in, God do something. And so we enter every circumstance with the belief that God is doing something. I mean, it's awesome. It's wonderful. You say, Brother Danny, didn't you do that? I did. But when I retired, I think, you know, I thought, well, okay, well, how does this work? Well, I tell you, it works. It doesn't change. We need to expect God to do something in every circumstance. We need to move on. Number one, examine what God has done in your life. Number two, yearn to see the hand of God at work in your world. Number three, enter all circumstances with a belief that God is doing something. Number four, work in his field doing his will. Listen, get up, go to work. Jesus said in his parable, son, go work in my field today. And one son said, I will. One said, I won't. And they flip-flopped around. The one said he would, didn't. And the one that said he wouldn't, did. My friend, where are you? Are you the one who said you would do it and not? And the one who said not, you will. If you have started to do it, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God for you. Pray God's blessings on you. If you're one that said, well, I, I'll go, but you haven't gone, get up and go. My friend, there's never been a more important time than right now. It is more, more important than any political debate or, or political situation, more important than anything else that you can think about, go work in his field today. Well, let's go to the next one. Invest time, talent, and personal treasure in his work. Time, talent, and treasure. Listen, I'm telling you right now, you, you need to make sure that you're doing what you can to share your faith, invite people to church, tell people about Jesus, encourage people, uh, be you know like Barnabas, the son of encouragement, whatever you do, get busy for God, do something. You say, oh, brother, you know, I gotta work. Hey, do it at work. I can't share faith that work so far me. Look, you can find a way to share your faith. You can find a way to be an example to people, okay? I don't have time to debate you. I don't have time to argue. I'm just telling you, you can do it if you want to. Invest your time, talent, personal treasure. In his work. My church doesn't pick up the offering anymore. Neither do we. It's one of the things, you know, trying to be good citizens. But if you're like us, you've got a you've got a ba basket or a box or, a, or an offering plate in various strategic places in the church. Don't use an excuse. Mail it to the church if you have to. Invest your time, talent, personal treasure in his work. Now we're going to move on. I've lost count. And so 
count them down if you will. I've lost count. And let's just move on to the next one. We've got to go quickly. We've got to hurry. Take a look. Listen, take a look at what he has done in the past for you, for your country, for your church, whatever. Listen, part of the problem today is our country is changing its history. And part of the problem today is the history we're changing. It's not only the bad part. There are some bad parts. You know, people fail and falter. But we're changing some things we should never change. The good and great and wonderful things God has done for our nation Take a look at what he has done in the past for you, for your church, for your church family, for your nation, for your country. Just learn what he has done and be able to share that, be able to point to it. Name your blessings. That's the next one. Name your blessings. My gosh. Ah, there's a hymn. Uh, count your uh, uh, every blessing and name them one by one. Well, you got to do that. You got to count them. got to share. Uh, there you go. Encourage others to tell you their story. Just get people, hey, tell me about the time you met Jesus. Tell me what God's done. Maybe they don't have a story to tell. I'd open up, hey, can I tell you what he's done for me? Can I tell you what he's doing for me? Listen, by the way, let me tell you right now, your testimony doesn't end with the day you were saved. Your testimony goes on and on. We are on a journey. So encourage encourage others to tell your story. And when they don't, to tell their story. When they don't have one, tell them your story. It is a way you become an eyewitness. Search for, this is next, search for God's unmistakable handprints in the events of your life. Oh my gosh. I could tell you so many times, I saw, oh man, God has done this or God has done that. I saw it. I didn't see it before, but suddenly I see it. Look for the things, the handprints that God has placed upon your life. Notice them. Be part of them. Ah, enjoy them. Make sure that you share them with others. Two more. No, one more. One more we'll go. Share as often as possible what you see God do and what you believe God is about to do. Make sure you share it, make it personal, make it passionate, make it powerful. These are the ways that we become an eyewitness in our generation. Let's see if I can number them for you. Number one, examining what God has done in your life. Number two, yearning to see the hand of God at work in your world. Number three, enter all circumstances with a belief that God is doing something. Number four, Work in his field, doing his will. Number five, invest time, talent, and personal treasure in his work. Number six, take a look at what he has done in the past. Number seven, name your blessings. Name them, everyone. I add to that, just simply put, name your blessings. Number eight, encourage others to tell you their story. And then when they don't have one, you tell them yours. Number nine, Share for God's search, excuse me, search for God's unmistakable handprints in the events of your life. And then finally, number 10, share as often as possible what you see God do and what you believe God is about to do. Well, I know that we're about out of time, almost in danger of going over our goal, which is at the most 20 minutes. So let me tell you this. This is recorded on Anchor. You can find these podcasts in lots of places. We will at some point share our podcast here to my story on the Facebook page. Look us up on the Facebook and you'll see my story and you'll be able to hear it there about 24 hours. But it will be available through the library of Anchor and other places as well. Have our podcast. Tell people, share with people. Hey, listen to DK Ministries podcast. We appreciate that so much. We need some new listeners. We love to, love to hear the story uh, of your sharing with people about Christ. Share that with us. Uh, we love to uh, have note of your sharing and telling people about our podcast. We appreciate that so much. 
We depend upon you. We don't advertise. Uh, there are various things you can do and all that. We just try to share the word. This is DK Ministries. Share the word podcast. Proclaiming the word podcast. Excuse me. And we're trying to proclaim the word. Now, let me give you uh, 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 another bit of news. I may have told you first a podcast. I don't remember. What we are putting together that will only be on our on our podcast page, which we record them on Anchor and the other venues that have our podcast, what we're calling Christmas Sessions. We have released the first one. We did that a little while ago before we sit down to do this one. Well, go back and listen to that. Let us know what you think. Give us an up and down, whatever. Just let us know. Okay. Hey, man, that was good. Or that was awful. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Just we would love to hear from you. Uh, do it on the Facebook. And if you're going to do it on the Facebook, maybe you better let us know. Here's what I think of the podcast. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Uh, send it to Messenger. <laughs> we don't want our page. <laughs> you don't want our Facebook, our, dentist, our ministry Facebook page filled with thumbs down. Okay. But let us know what you think. We are not planning on sharing these on our story in Facebook Live or Facebook on our Facebook page. Unless those who listen on the podcast say, hey, no, you need to share these. And if that's true, that last week of Christmas or last week for Christmas, we may share them if you tell us, yeah, they're worth sharing. But if they're not, tell us that and we won't. So listen, we'll be getting them out. Let us know what you think. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. I hope that this week brings you the blessings of the Father. Merry Christmas to you. I want to make sure that I enjoy this Christmas season. And I'm going to say that to as many people as I can. Well, the clock on the wall tells me I've gone over. I'd apologize if I'm sorry, but I'm not. And so if we overwent your your drive to work or whatever you do, sorry about that. Uh, that I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry for being excited about what God is saying and God is doing. I doubt that you'll be as excited about this as I was today. But man, it blessed me. I know I shouldn't say that, but it did. I hope it blesses you. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. Send us your prayer request. Every time we get one, we update our prayer list. We'll see you later. God bless you. Don't forget, DK Ministry says Merry Christmas to you.